Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Halfway Planet. This is Lawrence Brown with... Who, what's your Hi, name? I'm Tara Cantrell. Oh yeah, th- I should say at this point, this is my American wife, as you probably detected. I'm the British one and you're the American one. Yes, I am. Yes, absolutely. And today we're going to kick things off. Uh, we're going to by... kick things off? No, kick things off. Uh, you should cool. enunciate I, a little I better. Do, I do enunciate. I enunciate in my own British brogue. So <laughs> there is that. Um, but uh, today we're going to be talking about really, uh, well, it's, I've, I've built this as the most important question in the universe. And that question is, uh, what is it really like to be married to a British man? And we're going to get to the bottom of that today. Um, firstly, though, how did we how did we meet? How did that come about? Well, before I answer that question, isn't the most important question in the universe who? Who? It, it is if you watch Doctor Who. Anyway, um, the way that we met, well, let's see, we are both actors, obviously, um, and so we met when we were in a show together. We did. We did. It was a show that we were, well, not we, uh, some friends of ours were taking to the Edinburgh Fringe, ultimately, uh, which we were very lucky to be a part of, and we actually played uh, enemies somewhat in that, that play, didn't we? We did. Do you think that sort of set a precedent for the way our marriage went, or do you think... Uh, it was quite the opposite of that. I think we'll let our listeners decide that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to read the comments after this. Um, so with that in mind then, um, and, and bearing in mind that I am British, to what extent do you think my accent influenced your early romantic decisions? Very little, so. because when I met you, everyone had a British accent. That's true. And I did not. So um, it didn't really factor in at all. But something that did factor in and caused us to take a little longer than we would have otherwise was your um, pickup line. uh, We promised we wouldn't speak about this on air. Well, too bad. Uh Um, He told me that he was named after Laurence Olivier and then asked for my number. Uh, it didn't It didn't happen that way, did it? I thought I asked for your number first and then said, to, to sort of as affirmation, I was named after Sir Laurence Olivier. No, it didn't, did it? No. Well, I, I, I feel acutely embarrassed by that. So well, I'm sorry. You're the one who did it. So I'm, I'm just reminding everyone that that happened. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, so... <laughs> So having lived with me, and I know it's it's now been, well, we've been married for seven years, but we've been, been together for ten years. In that time, I want to know, and I think I already know the answer to this, what are some of the, the big phrases you've picked up from me, do you think? Oh, so many, but I don't know right now. Because <laughs> I put you on the spot. Precisely. But what I will tell you is that in a month from now, we will have met each other. 10 years ago we will we will because i that's when i first came on to you there's another there's a phrase you don't uh, often... No, we we have that here oh to come on to someone yeah really yeah that's a thing All in right, america well, as well i chatted you up because you were a well-fit bird I there you go didn't have any of that but you don't say fit bird no i don't and i didn't that day i told you i was named after Lawrence olivier yeah. Um, I'll tell you something you do uh, nowadays is you go up at the end of sentences. Um, I do? Yeah, you'll say things like, um, well, it's, it's, you ask a question in a very British way. Um, um, do you have any money? You do that. Do you have any money? Well, you don't do it in a British accent, <laughs> but you do it in a, you know, your own accent. It's like, um, um, hey, Lawrence, can you let the cat, can you let the cats out? I can't do it now. Now I sound like an idiot. Can you let the cats out? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I do actually. Yes, I do That's ask questions like that. So it's it's less the terminology and more the sort of the, the way you phrase it. I but I also think that. That's something that's more apparent in the U.S. than it used to be as well. A parent. A parent. Oh, apparent, the word apparent. See, this happens sometimes, um, and I like to bring her up on some of the uh, homonyms, you, uh, homonyms, 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 I can't speak today, that you use, uh, as in Mary, Mary, and Mary. Uh, Which are true homonyms here. Here, yes. Apparently they're not where you come from. No, they're because not. Because that would just be too easy it would, wouldn't it? We don't have such things in England because we're perfect and the English language is perfect and absolutely devoid of any kind of uh, confusion. What are some true homonyms for you? For me? Well, um, I suppose... Do you mean in my accent? Yes. It's a good question. Um, we do have some, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Because obviously we have Mary, Mary and Mary. Yes. We have... Barry, Barry, Barry. Is Barry a word? I don't know. But you do. In fact, I created an entire list of them, and I should have pulled them up um, uh, for this very episode, but didn't have any foresight. Um, often the way. Often. Often. Oh, that's not even a difference, is it? <laughs> so, uh, never mind. Never mind. Um, okay, well, we can come back to phrases you know, later on. But here's a big one, and we, we referenced Doctor Who at the uh, opening of the show. Having been married to me... Has that influenced your taste in British television shows, do you think? Not really, um, with the exception of Doctor Who, because... <laughs> your answers have been no to everything. I feel like I've been useless <laughs> in, in everything you do. Well, no, you've been very helpful in some ways. But it's not just that I've been British, it's just that I am a human being that's helped you. Right, you should feel glad. I do. That your accent is not what primarily attracted me to you because I'm pretty certain our marriage would not have been nearly as long. True, true. So television, British television. Yeah, no, I've always been an Anglophile. So I grew up on Blackadder. I grew up on The Young Ones. Is that the name of the show? Yeah. The one with the, you know, the kind of metalhead guy. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they, were, they were punks. It was in sort of the Thatcher, yeah. Thatcher era England. And they yeah. were in a terrible apartment. Yes, they yes, were. Yes, yeah. I do yeah. remember that show. Yeah. Um, I watched it a lot in high school. And so because I grew up on those shows. Oh, and The Monkees, which of course is American, but he had a British person in it. it did, which one was it? Was that Davy yes. Jones? He was British. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, I just said gotcha. That's very American. And I love Carrying. The Beatles. Yes. Not that that's a TV show. No. But, well, it was a cartoon. And it became films. You know, yes. Hard Day's Night. And, Which I grew uh, up on as well. Yes. All of those films. So, yeah. um, specifically Help. Why Help? Who knows? But, because you um, needed help, perhaps? Perhaps. Or it was just sitting in my parents' things. Um, Don't indict your parents. <laughs> something you decided to do, I believe. Um, but, yeah, so, but uh, without me, though, because I remember it was me that uh, said to you, look, you really need to get into this British science fiction show. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Doctor Who. Yes, and I laughed at you. You did. I, sh I started by showing uh, my wife, Tara, uh, an episode or four episodes from uh, Tom, the Tom Baker era. It was the, uh, the storyline arc, the arc in space. And I think... It was somebody, the most boring thing on Earth. It was, because she had no context for what was going on. Oh, it was, it was horrendous. I, I can't believe, actually, to this day, that I sat through all four parts. Because I did, barely. 
I kind of fell asleep. But we played all four of them, and then I said never again. And, in fact, it took him another three years to be able to introduce me to the correct version, which is the new Who. Right, exactly. Well, it's, I mean, it, it, it's correct as in it's, it's of our generation. But I think it's informed now aspects of the old series that we've now gone back to look at, and I think you've, you've taken a greater appreciation to that. Yes, I, I, we are thinking about the idea of actually revisiting the Ark in Space because we've now revisited a whole lot of other old Doctor Who series and some of them are very very hit and some of them are very very miss and it's been a joy now that I do have some context because I do like the new series and mm-hmm. um, in fact we were waiting on bated breath until yesterday when the uh, new series came out on BBC America there you go uh, so I I definitely I think sort of prompted you to get into Doctor Who but there's another show uh, that you've particularly taken to that I actually did not uh, uh, sort of persuade you on um, and in fact of myself not caught up on that's Downton Abbey and you know, we're into the final season now of that uh... well we aren't technically are we not I'm still waiting on bated breath for it when it comes to PBS. It's going to be crazy, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I am not watching it tonight while I am folding things. No, because we don't have access to it yet. In the U.S. In the U.S. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, so, well, that's that's very interesting. And uh, I, I always wondered about that because I knew you were an Anglophile before we met, not just based on the what you, you know, you'd said there about the TV shows and the music that you'd listened to, but the fact, firstly, that you chose to study abroad in England. Um, Which was my second choice, actually. Great to know. You should, probably shouldn't have said that. My first choice was India. Okay, I can get behind that. Well, and it was because of post-colonialism. Absolutely. Good. We're getting all uh, <laughs> imperial on our audience now. Um, I did not support the Empire during those days because I wasn't alive. India was your first choice. We've established that. There's no getting around that. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but but you did choose England, and which points to the fact that you were an Anglophile. So I do very much believe that you would have been into all of these things had we not met, or, or at least a lot of them. But what about uh, British food? Because you've really taken to that. You, you're often making me sausage rolls and pork mm. pies and Yorkshire puddings. Do you think that even having lived there for a semester you would have then gone on to be obsessed with cooking British and watching Mary Berry by the way how do you pronounce Mary Berry Mary Berry it rhymes so but not when I say it Um, yeah actually I think I would have even if you weren't involved because I was never someone who liked to cook growing up Um, or at least I was never very good at cooking and my mother would not let me touch the stove because of an incident when I was I think about 11 and I left some soup on the stove and then ruined one of her pans because I forgot about it Hmm. so I didn't really start cooking at all 
until I was in college. And then, of course, I didn't really start cooking in any capacity outside of basic things in microwaves until I moved to the UK. Um, and the reason for that is, or at least the reason why I started cooking in the UK is that I had a homestay with someone who did not have children and was not married. Um, she was a widower actually. And she was just, you know, an old pensioner, most wonderful person on earth. (laughs) Um, and so what we would do because we lived in the middle of nowhere, um, is we would go on four mile hikes every day and then we would come back and we would make these very elaborate meals. And so she taught me a lot just in the, not even a week that I was with her before I went to university. Um, and that kind of, that rooted, you know, what I never thought would become a hobby of mine, which is cooking and specifically British food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we did a lot of that that week. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I, uh, stayed, uh, with her for one night, didn't I? And, uh, mm-hmm. I think that was around Thanksgiving, wasn't it? It and was. Had, she, um, um, she had a Thanksgiving meal for me. So I returned back to her house and at that point we were already dating. So Lawrence, what, you and her or? Oh, me and you. Good to know. Okay. Sorry. Yes, that is the sound of my wife thumping me. <laughs> Sorry, a little silence there. Got a bit awkward for a second. So, uh, but but we had uh, pumpkin pie for the first time, didn't we? Well, um, very interesting pumpkin pie. Yeah. She did her best. So, essentially, they don't really have the same love of pumpkin that we do here. Um, and so, she could not find canned pumpkin anywhere. And she tried to find a traditional pumpkin pie recipe instead, and it ended up being this kind of mashed-up pumpkin-y weirdness that was lovely, but very strange. It was like mashed potato, but with pumpkin. Yeah, it was actually more the consistency of a homemade um, sweet potato pie, which isn't bad. It's just it was very different. Um, And we didn't have a turkey either, I don't think. I think we had a roast chicken instead. Yeah, yeah, because we because um, we save the turkeys for Christmas, right? Are you supposed to do, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so she invited us back for Thanksgiving since I couldn't have it myself. Um, it was a good time, I lived, and it was great. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice. I I enjoyed that very much. Now, um, what advice then? And this is the final question, really. I think, what advice do you have uh, to anyone who wishes to procure a British spouse for themselves? Well, let's see. You need to go to the UK. That would be one prerequisite, perhaps, unless they came here. (laughs) Buy some mead. Oh, the alcohol. Yes. Yep. Not American mead. You need Lindisfarne. Yes. Um, Specifically, which is what? Northern English mead, I think. I think it is, and it's old as well. Yeah, very old company. Lindisfarne, very good. Um, And... You need to stay there, obviously, for at least three months because I don't think that we would have actually ended up being together if I had been there for less than that. So Maybe not, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell, isn't it, really? I'll, I'll never forget the day you went back. Uh, actually, I can't remember it. <laughs> what, what happened? Um, well, I didn't go back with you in London. No. Remember? Okay, so the way that I went back to the US is um, initially at least I was there for three months in the UK and then my parents came to London to get me um, and I was supposed to show them around London essentially so we had some time in London 
and Lawrence was there for some of it, and then he had to go back to Grimsby, and I stayed in London for another three days with my parents, and then we all flew back together. Then, I think, after we had, because we had decided prior to um, my parents coming to London that we were going to try and stick it out and have a long-distance relationship, which is the reason why Lawrence was there, because he was going to meet my parents for the first time, essentially. Um, There's a beautiful moment when I did meet them at the hotel they were staying at, <laughs> and you two, your mother and you, went on ahead, left me with your dad in the smallest elevator you've ever seen, and we were sandwiched in there for a full 60 seconds yes. in awkward, icy silence. A very, very so. small lift. Uh, it was yeah. so small, in fact, that I'm surprised that both of them fit in there with a suitcase. I'm surprised they came out alive. Okay, well, um, we're going to finish there. It was great talking to you, wife. I'm oh, glad thanks. we were able to do that. <laughs> it's weird interviewing my own wife, or at least discussing things with my own wife um, in conversation. So uh, that's it. And I suppose that the answer to the most important question in the universe is, uh, well, not much uh, came of marrying me. Or at least from, from the point of view, the fact that I'm British. It, it didn't really matter to you in many ways. No. Good. Ironically. Yeah, very ironic. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in, and uh, be sure to join us next week. And uh, if you wanted to keep up with everything we're doing here at Halfway Planet, feel free uh, to follow us on Facebook or Twitter. In fact, that was too passive. Do follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can follow us also by going to our website, uh, which is temporarily halfwayplanet.blogspot.com. And now I am going to go and eat some Jaffa cakes and drink some milk and pretend that I'm British. Great. And don't you love the way she says Jaffa Cakes? <laughs>